0: Welcome to Where Does Food, the food history podcast where we podcast about the history of food. I am your host Tim and with me is your other host.
1: What's up you guys? I'm L.
0: And today, we're talking about the best clucking fast food item in the world. Chicken nuggets. Yes. Do you like, you know, chicken so I got Chicken nuggets. I mm. you know, I got it, I um
1: chicken guy, watch out.
0: Yeah, I got uh inspired by your pretzel episode so i thought i'd throw in a a couple of you know clucking and you know you know i think you know maybe maybe i can tie a narrative and and uh
1: please i'm so excited to see what happens with this okay
0: you know uh let's do it do the whole put that on a t on a t-shirt yeah
1: (laughs) what a clucking good time
0: what a clucking good time wdf l tim do you like Chicken nuggets.
1: I love me some chicken nuggets.
0: And where's your favorite chicken nugget spot? What spot do you go to chow down on oh, chicken nuggets? Shit. What's your preferred?
1: I'm about to cop out. Is Can we also include chicken tenders in this? Hell no. So God Chicken okay. nuggies. Chicken nuggies. Okay. okay. McDonald's. Okay, okay cool.
0: Chicken tenders, if you want to add those, where where are you going?
1: Oh, I'm about to go so obscure on your ass. Okay. Okay, there's a restaurant in Knoxville, Tennessee called Aubrey's. Okay. And the last time I went there, they had these fantastic honey sriracha chicken tenders. Okay. So good. The heat mm, hits just as well. There's sweetness from the honey. Oh, so good. And it's still (laughs) nice and crispy.
0: You're so not giving me what I want.
1: Okay, I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, what do you need for me? Like, you should have like, got it. You got to let me know for the bit ahead of time. Uh,
0: no, no, you're getting. No, you're fine. Uh, you're giving me exactly what I want. I'm just kidding. Uh, I just like that. It's like, what's your favorite spot to get like a chicken nugget? And you're like, there's this really obscure place that I never go to, but I've been to a couple of times <laughs> and they made the <laughs> best chicken tenders. And it's if like, I could go back, it's anytime. like, cool, man okay, my uh preferred, my go-to Slim chickens. Yes. Slim chickens, okay. Slim chickens is good as fuck, dude. That's a good choice.
1: And they're uh dessert jars. Yeah. They're it's
0: it's a great combo. Yeah, no, Slim chickens is a good choice. And they
1: have so a lot a lot of I feel like they have a good amount of uh sauce variety too.
0: Right. And I like them yes, because they They will, absolutely do. And they're Fucking spicy ranch is out of this world. So
1: good. Yeah. And their fries are really good. Um, and they legitimately will either toss your wings or they'll give you the sauce on the side. Yeah. It's not like a... Yeah. yeah Even though no, we're not it's talking specifically about I know, wings, I'm so sorry, Slim Chickens yeah. is
0: just a prime time place. If you guys ever get a Slim Chickens in your area, go. uh, Go. It's really good. Go. And they're they open have late. Some, yeah. They got some really good shit. Um, my, my spot, uh, I am definitely a McNugget guy. I think they are far superior than the other fast food nuggets i agree with that yeah
1: tim what's your go-to sauce
0: uh i mean honestly mcdonald's barbecue is just a hey, is, is just it's just great so I mean, good it's, okay it's definitely good but they have but don't they have that like creamy buffalo now and yes. then that shit is really okay good. yeah right. it's really prime time okay oh, then quality 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 <laughs> It's quality that's season two's word. Quality, not primetime. I'm saying primetime because it's clothing. fight night, and I was just watching some fight night stuff and so, <laughs> solid fight night. So once sports commentators start, co- yeah. So now I'm it's kidding. all like primetime and like <laughs> you know instead of quality, which is to- the word for season two. All right, L from one to 145 McDonald's menu items. What do <laughs> you rank McDonald's what? nuggets? Yeah, they have 145 what? items. That might not be up to date because 2020. No, but- a number but like
1: <laughs> that's fair no no no. i think that's fair 145
0: one to 145 Dude, i fucking menu love items. me some mcdonald's
1: i'm gonna i feel like that's too high so let me we're gonna go a solid like 90 okay yeah a so solid nuggets 90. fall on i love the nuggets yeah, nuggets yeah. are
0: 90 it's a little yeah. bit over half yeah you know, we're you're, not you're all approaching the way like the 70 yeah. percent range, somewhere around there yeah i think um, it's solid yeah that's uh that's a really let's see if i can you know let's see if we can raise it i don't know we can lower it obviously mcdonald's is important in this story sure um because it's a fucking nugget (laughs) you know let's let's go let's uh (laughs) let's do it let's deep dive into the deep fryer you know that was so good for about two and a half minutes and then pull it out and then (laughs) send it to our stupid fucking faces here we go Hey guys, welcome to the ad section. I'm here to tell you real quick about Anchor by Spotify. You may have heard us talk about Anchor at the end of our episodes. is because Anchor is the platform we use to distribute our podcasts. It's totally free. It helps us distribute our podcasts to different platforms. That's how we're on Apple Podcasts. That's how we're on Google Podcasts, CastBox, you name it. They've helped us do that. You can record directly on the app, on the webpage. They don't even need a super fancy setup. It's super straightforward totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your podcast or whatever you like to do. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of the episode. All right, so super, super straightforward. We're going to start. We're going to talk about how the word chicken and nugget came. I'm kidding. That Whatever. Chicken and nugget, we don't need to know where those words there's come no, from. okay. Um, <laughs> Fair. So the simple story of the chicken nugget, there's an agricultural scientist, Robert C. Baker, and he invented the chicken nugget <laughs> in a lab at Cornell University. I'm sorry, Mr. Baker created... Yes. Okay. <laughs> Trust me, that did not fall upon I just want okay, yeah.
1: to make sure I heard that correctly.
0: Yeah, so Robert C. Baker, he invented the chicken nugget in a lab at Cornell University in 1963. So, yes.
1: Wait, 1963? 1963.
0: Okay. Chicken nuggets do come from a lab, just in case you were concerned. <laughs>
1: in case you had any question
0: about yeah, it before. They are absolutely from a lab.
1: This is why people say Ivy Leagues are important. Yeah.
0: The contribution. Do you think he was areas. a legacy student? He couldn't have well, been. I'm he saying. actually did something good. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. If you're a legacy <laughs> student doing a really good job, <laughs> awesome. So Baker wanted to mold the boneless ground chicken and bread it. Okay. Yeah. He just was, I guess, fascinated. Sure. I um, mean, it's also, good, though. Yeah. Also, like, it had something to do with, like, chicken distribution and things like that. He, he was coming at it from, like, the mind of, like... How can we get this, you know, to more people, essentially? And so that's what his whole thing was. And the purpose of breading it was to make it stay together through the frying and then the freezing and then the frying. Makes sense. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So that's essentially how, it, you know, ended up being mass produced. I mean, you know, you walk into the grocery store today and you can find a thousand different Absolutely. varieties of chicken, not chicken. Kind of chicken. <laughs> yep. And they're all in nugget form. All in the, yep. Um so That's funny. Yeah. It's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, instead of it being in nugget form originally, he actually made chicken sticks uh with like kebabs? No, like just like um the Burger King chicken fries. That. Essentially he made that. <laughs> yeah. Shut back up. in Get out of here. All right. And uh <laughs> apparently and this is just I don't know how I feel about this. Okay. <laughs> I like where this is going, but he started like getting the the credentials uh, or the nickname of uh, the George Washington Carver of chicken. Nope,
1: nope, 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 nope. nope. Guys, it is February, nope. and I nope. felt dirty saying I was that. literally about to be like. <laughs> per this release schedule, it's still Black History Month. Yeah. So no. Yeah, no.
0: no. So um, Robert C. Baker, <laughs> he's not that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is I they have three names. Is that yeah. they're like that's why
0: listen. Shut up. Cool. <laughs> I'm glad he did some shit with chicken in a mi- in a fucking mill. That's awesome. Like but buddy, <laughs> slow your fucking roll. Bread at the chicken. Slow your roll.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys.
0: Yeah, so that happened. Baker didn't uh patent his recipe.
1: Wow. Because yeah. he was a man of the people.
0: Yeah, and instead he sent it freely. To hundreds of companies, he just—I believe the number is anywhere from four hundred to six hundred. That's what like that rumored number is.
1: This was a good man. Yeah, as far as like
0: food, yeah, food goes. Yeah, you know, he didn't give himself that nickname. No, as far as I've read. Okay. So like you know, yeah, he's a good. He dude. was, yeah, he was a good he didn't dude. Pat and anything. He was just trying to do something for he's, mass production yeah. purposes, and then some weird people were like,
1: "Wait a second,
0: he's the George <laughs> Washington <laughs> Carver of <laughs> chicken." Oh, okay. So cringy. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the simple history. Um, and that's the podcast. Welcome to the end of Where Does Food. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> um no, but I I kinda wanted to go further. I mean, chicken nuggets is that's a modern food. Nineteen yeah, sixty three, it's a modern yeah. food. We don't have history that's just like Chalk full of things. Right. And so I wanted to kind of give some historical context because we sure. didn't always really eat chicken. Like Americans didn't consume chicken on such a fucking high, high uh, clip. Okay. Um, and there's, interest. yeah, there's a good amount of reasons why I, I wanted to kind of dive into a couple of those. Essentially, we are going to take a trip back to World War II. Okay. We could go back to World War I. Pretty much like the two big wars obviously impacted American culture, food supply, And all that shit a lot. We've talked a little bit about it, how that stuff has impacted um, our food and our food distribution and our diets overall. Um, So on January 30th, 1942, the Emergency Price Control Act granted the Office of Price Administration the authority to set price limits and ration food and other commodities to make sure there was proper distribution of scarce resources. Wow. Yeah, it was full on government takeover of the uh, prices. Yeah, which is I don't know if that would ever happen today. That would never. My goodness, could I mean, you
1: imagine the uproar?
0: I would actually almost love to see that attempt today. <laughs> I really would. I like. I would. I would sit back and just revel in all the Confederate flags that would just start <laughs> lining the streets. The Confederate flags. <laughs> That's what you know. That's what it would be. <laughs> like, <laughs> all the other like well balanced individuals would be like, "Oh, okay. Well, you know, we gotta do it. It's good for the war. <laughs> we
1: gotta do it. Yeah, <laughs> effort for the war.
0: <laughs> effort for the war. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. I'm painting wide brushstrokes to be edgy. Um, <laughs> by spring that year, <laughs> sugar couldn't be bought without sugar. a government food stamp. Ooh, okay. Or, like, a food coupon. Yeah. Um, by March, Dang, okay. 43 meat, cheese, fats, canned fish, canned milk, and other foods mm-hmm. were added to the list of rationed food.
1: Ooh, that's a lot yeah. of foods right there.
0: So essentially in a year, m- a good amount, majority of these foods yeah. were, were needing to be purchased in some way with wow. coupons, and they were all rationed. During this time, every American was allowed to... Um, War ration books. Okay. Yeah, you were allowed to get a ration book, and it was filled with stamps, and those could be u- used along with cash to buy restricted items. 91% of the U.S. population registered to receive them.
1: Wow. That's staggering when that you think about, like... That is
0: insane. guess
1: you know, this was World War II, correct? Yes. Yeah, that's a good amount of people. Wow. Yeah.
0: So the system itself was a point system and uh, oh interesting yeah. okay so Black that Mary. changed at the hands of the opa office of price administration said, opa. <laughs> due, yeah due to wartime circumstances so it kind of changed all the time okay. and okay. apparently okay. this system was super complicated and it just sort of Naturally. devolved into bartering amongst people
1: so we were just going back to barter yeah. and trading yeah. i uh, love that citizens as it should were be like this is The worst. This is the way better system, yeah.
0: And they just started bartering. Hell yeah, Um, people. This is when chicken consumption actually started to go up. Okay, it started to become more available red meats and stuff were, you know, that was way more popular. So it sure. was rationed more for soldiers, which we talked a little bit about in our yeah. ice cream episode that we did ration certain foods mm-hmm. for soldier uses. So it wasn't necessarily that, you know, the industry completely disappeared. It was that it was just taken over for a very specific reason. And red meat was one of them. Yeah. So, yeah. For
1: the war, right. Yeah. Just across the board.
0: Yeah. Another thing that happened was uh, late in the war, the War Food Administration, the WUFA, <laughs> took control of of uh, <laughs> Massive poultry production area, uh, known as the Delmarva Peninsula, which spanned across Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia. Get out of here. Yeah, okay. so they took pretty much control of most of that. Again, wow. I think the number was up in like the 95 percentile. They took control wow. of like all that production. Yeah, okay. But the war ended, and the demand for chicken... Declined? Yeah. Yeah. Once the war ended and all the things started to lift, it was like, okay, well, we're gonna go back to eating what we like. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Also, here's a fun fact about chicken. At the time, it was mostly sold whole. So whole chickens were the things that were sold. It wasn't like butchered. It wasn't a butchered bird, it was a small bird. So they just sold it as a whole bird. So that does a you know, that does a couple things. One prices are probably gonna be a little bit higher. You're not gonna be able to buy individual cuts, which you could save money on. Two, It's going to be for larger families a single person doesn't want to buy a whole chicken. Like typically it'd be like a couple or a family would buy one or two whole chickens. So it just limited who was buying chicken. Makes sense, yeah. It limited who was buying chicken and and that's why the demand just kind of dipped off as well. There was another thing as well. I mean, as we know, uh, women didn't really go back to the home.
1: Yeah, shout out Rosie.
0: Which means nothing, means nothing. Men Men can cook, dude. Apparently, um, no, but apparently that did kind of, you know, once, absolutely. uh, once the family started to become like a bigger workforce, absolutely. essentially it Just, caused time restraints absolutely. and things like that. And I think we all kind of understand that now in the modern era of like, I don't have yeah. time to do shit. You know, <laughs> that's because you're being exploited. Um, every time. <laughs> <laughs> so Robert C Baker invented that wonderful little chicken stick. And again, he allowed what was previously whole chicken to then be mass produced into smaller bites. Um, And that made it more accessible. He actually had other inventions as well. He made chicken hot dogs. He was one of the (laughs) first people to make chicken hot dogs. Okay. Um, He was also one of the first people to make pork hot dogs, interestingly enough. That is very interesting. Yeah. It was always beef for a while, but now there's, you know some so pork, yeah. and chicken, and he was definitely like one of the he innovators. Was the George Washington Carver. I'm, of- <laughs> I'm leaving.
1: Have fun. No, oh, this man. guy was such an innovator, though. No, he, yeah, he, really, yeah, he like, really
0: was doing a lot. He created chicken cold cuts. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah, we buddy. Really like cold cuts, chicken cold cuts yeah. man. Um, he also created chicken hash, which I don't think people really eat hash anymore. No. But hash is fucking delicious, and we should bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, his his biggest his biggest contribution was just portion size and so that's why you can eat chicken in any size now <laughs> however that oh. doesn't solve the fact that people just didn't want to eat chicken. Yeah. Again, no, that's fair. if consumption just dropped the moment red meat rations were lifted, that means people didn't want to eat chicken. They wanted to eat their steak. You know, steak. It's, it's, a, it's an American thing. Um,
1: and I think a part of that too is that if you've been told that you can only eat certain amount of foods and then all of a sudden you don't have to eat them anymore, you're going to just uh, immediately go for those foods you weren't able to eat beforehand.
0: Yeah, it's human nature. Uh, so we had that issue of of... You know, when did Americans want to start eating chicken all of a sudden? We liked red meat, so what happened there? Well, in 1977, Congress released dietary goals telling ah. Americans to eat less red meat. Here we go. This ushered in a wave of fear surrounding fat and fatty foods such as beef, butter, and milk. Wow. Welcome to the first wave of low carb or low fat dieting, everyone. It's probably wasn't the first wave, but yeah, this is like, this is a moment for yeah. chicken, essentially. I think everyone knows it's like, oh, yeah, you know, you got to stay away from red meat. You know, you got to stick to poultry. It's got lower cholesterol. Fun fact I'm um, Americans actually eat so much extra chicken and poultry now okay. that cholesterol levels haven't lowered because we eat more of it. Oh, we get eat, out of here. We eat more chicken to the extent that our cholesterol levels are pretty much the same
1: interesting yeah yeah (laughs) so it it doesn't almost doesn't matter yeah
0: it's the same thing that happened with it's the same thing that happens with any sort of diet food right Mm -hmm. you if you i I even do this it's just like mental triggers it's like if you see something is fat free or sugar free you'll be like oh cool i can eat this whole thing is going down yeah you know what i mean so whatever benefit you were supposedly getting from it that's true usually gets negated by the sheer fact that you're eating more of it you'll eat excess of something because you feel like you can right and so essentially there's this big thing of like chicken is better for you and then the way information passes and health information is sure. m- misused and misstrewed is like oh, okay cool i can just i can just eat this you and i fine. fine yeah you know it's lower cholesterol i don't know you even know how cholesterol works and then you just fucking <laughs> you just fucking eat it um which by the way humans produce cholesterol most mammals do i believe Most mammals Most or all mammals do. Interesting. I didn't know the other one said, yeah. Yeah, we produce cholesterol. So eating, that's why we all have, can all get like higher cholesterol is because we eat excess amounts of meat, which has cholesterol, which we don't need. Sure, and classic government—it's kind of shitty timing <laughs> because Naturally. chicken was becoming more processed, which is kind of Oof. what I've hit on as well, okay. right? Yeah. So we're eating more of it, and it's becoming processed more and, and more fried. Processed. Yeah, fast food's kind of kicking off. It's been kicking off really. There is nothing about the way chicken was being mass-produced and available, yeah, that equated to like better health. Essentially, mm. it really wasn't. I mean, and that's fine. Whatever, you know, <laughs> who cares? You want to eat a chicken nugget? Eat a chicken nugget, bro. Like, that's, yeah. Have a good time. But it was just, it's definitely one of those things in history where it's like, it's desire to be consumed kind of gets pushed by a health narrative. And then that doesn't really mean anything, sure. though, because, now. The, because, again, it wasn't necessarily the healthiest versions of chicken we were getting. In the first one, right? Yeah, it wasn't plain, boring grilled chicken. Right. Okay. We were getting salted up, sauced up. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, That's what we were getting. Absolutely. We were getting that saucy shit. And that's what we want. Enter the king. Oh, the king, McDonald's. Da, da, da. Yeah, McDonald's slides in doing their thing. Yeah, they slide in. They're wearing their jumpers. It's do the seventies. You know, disco's hot.
1: Do, 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 They're making do,
0: do, it. They're making it mainstream, which hey. is the antithesis of disco to begin with. So <laughs> McDonald's is going to help run that into the ground. No, I don't. Owner Ray Kroc Discotique. wanted to develop a new menu item, and he wanted it to be a convenient alternative to alternative to beef. The chair, uh, chairman, Fred Turner, said it should be a boneless piece of chicken sold almost like fries.
1: Zing. Okay.
0: Yeah. So while McDonald's didn't end up doing the chicken fry, the Burger King did. The
1: Burger King did. Yeah.
0: They they were, that's what their idea was, right? They were thinking like, you know, it should be, it should be super easy to eat, accessible. Grab and go. Everyone, I don't know if everyone knows, but like a popular thing that is known is that before chicken nuggets, they had like onion nuggets. Oh McDonald's. no! I didn't know that. Yeah, apparently they're pretty good. Like, good fried thing, right? Uh, yeah, but they did it McDonald's style, so it was in nugget form. Uh-oh. Yeah, like it was like diced. It was like diced up McDonald's onions wow. that got you know battered and and That's fried like good, tempura man. fried yeah. into the to the nugget form. And honestly, really smart. The way that McDonald's produces things is like if they're getting onions and their onions are diced, that means they're receiving diced onions. You know, so it was just a way to also cut down costs. Like we don't have to do two different types of onions. We do one type of onion. And yes. It's like, you know, it comes on burgers. It also comes in a nugget. Like, That's
1: so smart. Okay.
0: Yeah. McDonald's is really smart. Ray <laughs> knew
1: what was going on, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Really, really smart. So McDonald's hired uh, Rene Arrend He was a chef that cooked for Queen Elizabeth II of England. Wow. Oh, um, what a flex! Yeah, Arin. Yeah. hey, come to McDonald's in America and fucking make something for us. Uh, <laughs> Arin made a fried chicken breast in a sauce that corporate loved, but it couldn't be scaled. So essentially, he was too fancy. I was gonna say not good for corporate. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that. He, he was too fancy. Um, yeah, they they loved the taste. They were just like, mm, we can't do anything with that. You know, we're not gonna get our minimum wage because we don't want to pay them higher. We can't pay them higher. And honestly, we could if we pay, if we could pay them lower, we would. We would. You know, but we're required the minimum. So yeah, they <laughs> uh, they conceived of a chicken pot pie.
1: Mm, okay. Yeah, I'll love me some chicken pot pie though. That
0: never really went anywhere though. I mean, you know. Corporate didn't love it as much, sure. and then ultimately it was just like, yeah, this isn't really what we're trying to do. Again, we want something that is like fries, not, you know, not a fucking hot magma bowl of bread and uh, roux, you know what I mean? So... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Talk about the lawsuit on that one.
0: So um, McDonald's, they went on and hired Keystone Foods. Uh, those guys made frozen burgers. Keystone Foods is essentially just a company that automated a lot of food processes. And they automated the chicken chopping and butchering process for McDonald's. Okay. Yeah, so McDonald's setting up their infrastructure, essentially. Yep. Wow. And for the batter, they hired Gorton's, who is mainly known for their fish sticks.
1: Oh, fuck. No way. Yeah. Wow.
0: And then they introduced a limited launch of the McNugget in 1981 okay. with the help of Tyson Chicken. So they developed oh, the process incredible. with a couple different companies. Right. And then Tyson Chicken provided the poultry for them. Wow, they went, it runs deep. Yeah. They went nationwide in 83. So two years later, they go nationwide. And it was the only reason why they didn't start nationwide is because they didn't have the infrastructure in place. And they only went nationwide the moment they were able to. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, he's, can, I have an observation here. So, 1963, Mr. Baker's like, hey, do you guys like nuggets?
0: Hey, do you guys like amalgamated chicken mass? <laughs> fried, frozen, <laughs> and fried so again?
1: And then 20 years later, quite literally, yeah, McDonald's is like...
0: Here you go, world. <laughs> Here's your
1: chicken McNugget, bitches.
0: Here's your McNugget. Wow. Yeah.
1: Which is, I mean, obviously, I know we're in the 20th century, but it's like, that's a pretty short amount of time for... Yeah.
0: And you want to talk about not missing, because, cause like... Now McDonald's, you know, they've been around so long that they right. they've missed. Absolutely. They've missed a couple of as things. A,
1: as companies you know have I mean? been around for a while, do.
0: The 90s was full of McDonald's misses. It was. Man. It was just like they were just throwing up all types of shit and you it guys was just, like this? miss, do miss, like miss. <laughs> like the Archer Deluxe, like what, what miss, <laughs> miss. Like they were doing all types of shit. But again, I think 90s McDonald's is a fucking piece in time in Fuck, that might be an episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I just feel like I feel like they were riding so high. They were just the biggest fucking food company or mm-hmm. fast food company. Easily. They were global at that point. They just had so much money that they were just like, dude, we're the fucking where golden the fuck ever, Yeah, We can, like, we can throw some shit want. at the wall. You know, turn yeah. the fan on high. I'm going to take a shit right on top of it and let's see what happens. You know what I mean? And And... That's essentially what they did, and it was a sight to behold. (laughs) Um, It really, and I think what's crazy about McDonald's is it really, and they've had decent years recently, but there was a stretch between 2010 and, like, 2015 where they were kind of losing money. They had, like, three or four years where they lost money in that time Mm -hmm. frame, which is really weird. It was a really weird time to, like, look at McDonald's and be like, they really aren't, they weren't going to go anywhere. Yeah, They were not in, there was no, like, Oh, my God, they're going to shut down. Right. Oh, my God, they're shutting down. No, there was none of that. It was just like a weird moment of like they really weren't the powerhouse that they Mm -hmm. used to be. It's like their sheen almost disappeared a little bit. And they tried a bunch of weird shit right. with like the chicken avocado club and like stuff like that. I don't know if you remember that Snack stuff. Meal, yeah. I don't know if you remember McDonald's Snake between rats. yes, yeah. 2010 and like 2016. Yeah. It was a very weird. It, it was a very weird McDonald's because you had this whole thing. Now I'm on a McDonald's rant. I know I love it. <laughs> I mean, so you had this whole thing where we 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 hated frozen burgers and we hate it. Like all of a sudden I'm saying like the, all um, the hell the yes, shifts. Yeah. The American conscious was like, what the fuck have we been but eating for 50 years? Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: Everyone did the, put the burger, like they put it out, see if it would rot and shit like that. Yeah. 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 yeah so supersize me at one, I think came yeah, out, which blah, 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 is a
0: total blah, fucking yeah. whew, man. We could do a fucking, we could do an episode about that sham. Um, <laughs> Oh, you gained weight eating fucking four meals at McDonald's for a month straight after you supersized it almost every time? Holy fucking shit, buddy. Like what the fuck? That wasn't an experiment. <laughs> that, that was a well-known fact. <laughs> like They just want to eat McDonald's for a month. We're trying like and then it was like the angle that McDonald's was like out to get you. So if they if they if he if they asked him if they wanted to supersize it, he would get. By the way, yes. Them asking to supersize it is just the worker doing their job, right? They're just upselling because they've been told by a corporate schmuck in a suit that they need to upsell. Absolutely. And they make a minimum wage, and they could get paid lower if they wanted, but they can't <laughs> legally. So they're just like doing their best. <laughs> like, I don't like. What a fucking stupid doc. Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> but he, like
1: showed it in our, my health class. Yes. It's very. To show Yeah, the It's very stupid. Unquote fears of yeah. who fast the, food. And
0: who Yeah. Who the fuck. Yeah, okay. Never mind. We'll I'm go not,
1: a, yeah. We'll go on a different. That's a different episode. <laughs> Holy I mean, shit. That could be a different episode.
0: Well, maybe it isn't because we are talking about just kind of fast food. and sure. and, and chicken nuggets are a fast food item. That's they are. Predominantly what they are. But yeah, I just. There was this whole push and like fresh and I not Right.
1: That's yeah.
0: Early 2000s. They turned to all white meat. I can't mm-hmm. remember the specific year. I, mm-hmm. I think I had it in my notes at one point and then I felt like I was kind of losing track of like what I was trying to do. And here we are. Here we are. Losing track. Isn't that fun how that happens? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but they went into all white meat at one yep. point and uh, they arguably made them worse because dark meat is good as fuck. Yes. Don't know what to tell you. Yes. Like, it just, you know.
1: And again, to your point, it's that same idea of, well, if it says low-cal, low-sugar, yeah, in theory, I can eat yeah. more of these things and yeah. not feel bad. And it's like, no, it's the same shit.
0: But. Yeah. Um, yeah, McDonald's, they did a lot of stuff. They started, they stopped frying their pies, started baking them um
1: oh wow i didn't know that they just
0: changed their whole thing they stopped doing frozen patties they now do like patties held at 32 so it's like technically they're like they're like the kind of mild frozen they're just not like permafrosted the way that they were at one point sure you know they just did a bunch of different things but that time frame from 2010 it was a weird to 2016 time, yeah. was fun they just did a bunch of like kind of misses say they the were. Time. i
1: feel like you're triggering my memory now because i feel like i remember that time they were just trying different things on the menu and seeing what would and stick all and like seeing all
0: like fresh fresh the yeah. word fresh yeah was just a lot of lettuce spray painted on their buildings <laughs> i felt like because they yeah. were just yeah they just were losing that, that mm-hmm. they were losing that culture war but essentially all go they go the did was kind of dip off for a little bit yeah. and then Everyone's you know. like,
1: fuck it, it's fine. Yeah, and they re- yeah. they
0: did redo a couple things. Like I said, they stopped frying their pies. They went with the fresh beef instead of like the permafrozen beef. So they did change a couple of things. But they didn't like massively change sure. what they are and what they do. That's I mean, their great. chicken nuggets are still molded lab concoctions that yes. get par-fried and then permafrosted and then sent to all their stores. Their McRib is still uh, chopped up pieces of pork thrown together into a fucking like mold and then permafrosted, and then sent and then they take it and they put it on a press on on the grill and they put the salamander which is like a big like press that gets attached okay. to the grill and they put it on there cook it and then they toss it in their fucking sauce and they put it on a bun for you that's it guys that's what fast food is none of that's weird just eat it <laughs> it's a part of the process yeah just enjoy it um, so yeah that was mcdonald's <laughs>
1: <laughs> The mcdonald's portion of the evening yeah um
0: wow. it, it, Just to say again, in 83, they went nationwide. And of course, like I said, they were waiting to have the infrastructure and they fucking needed it. Clearly. You remember back in the day when they made, back in the day, five years ago when they did the the Shashuan? thing they brought the szechuan sauce back yeah yeah because yeah, 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 yeah. of rick and morty and people started stabbing each yeah. other over szechuan sauce yeah they Idiots. did that whole thing um yeah that's how fucking like that's how the lines were for the mcnugget because it was like you know for two years it was just like everyone heard of it and you could go to like specific states that had it and so like it was just sort of those and almost it almost was like i'm telling lore, you dude. again i'm telling you they just didn't miss back then this just perfect time this incubation period where it's just like these things are fire. Did you hear McDonald's has some places that do that? It's on local news, it makes its way around, neighboring states start to hear about it. like it just So smart yeah, just brilliant. Um and it kind of just was it kind of happened just because like it needed to happen. Right. And it was just this beautiful serendipity that like what needed to like happen and wait was totally good for their brand and created this hype around it. Yep. And yeah, people were lined up. So in 1965, the average American ate 36.6 pounds of chicken. Okay. By 2020, our consumption almost tripled to 97.5 pounds a year. Wow. Yeah.
1: Holy cow, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't mean to say that, but like that's wild.
0: Yeah. Now let's let's have Shit. Some, we're going to talk a little bit dour here. Okay. Uh, about some points that, um, I you know, and that's a that's something that I realized that this is what this podcast is going to kind of be. You know, I, I want to talk about food supply. I want to talk about what that looks like. And I want to talk about how just, you know, when things get hyper-consumed, right? you know, that doesn't just end up on a shelf. And this isn't, like, there's no consumer blaming here. You know what? If, if you're not making good money, whatever, cool, yeah. Just buy what you, you can afford. Can put, yep. Like, eat what you can get. That is not on the consumer it's on the manufacturers to like do things properly right which has not been done no <laughs> so uh, the increase of the consumption you know it it definitely the food supply is, is trying to keep up and i don't know if you've noticed wings not being available anymore yeah, I've seen yeah that. and also if you're wondering why wing prices are up it isn't because of fucking inflation and biden wing prices <laughs> have there has been a wing shortage for literally 3 fucking years Oh, wow. The wing shortage started back in 2019. Wing prices started to go up since 2016. What? Yes, because here's why. I'm listening. It is way, 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 way easier to, essentially, a lot of these chickens, they get fucking pumped full of hormones. Absolutely. And what happens is they mature within like two weeks. It's fucking- Holy it's, fuck. Yeah, it's fucking insane. I, I might have put the actual six weeks, sorry. The that's still is six a crazy weeks. amount of time, though. It's still an insane amount of yeah. time. And so what happens is that their breasts actually get really, really big. It's very easy to... That's where, like, all the meat is on right. a chicken. There's no meat in their wings, in their fucking drumsticks, their thighs. So, essentially, they grow so fast that it's very cruel. Like, they can't hold their own body weight, things like that. Oh, I'm not no. going to get, yeah. like, super, super gory. It's just, like, it's... There's a lot of problems with the that way, being yeah. how it works. But... Chicken breast is super easy to get. Chicken wings and drumsticks, they don't grow like that. So they're limited and Makes they're limited sense. per chicken. So with chicken breast, you can make any amount of nuggets, chicken, like chicken right. patties. You can do like, a, anything like, but with wings, you're limited. Just, yeah. You don't get a big portion. And so there's a shortage on them. And it's like, it's been that way. For years, (laughs) like it, not to go on a little rant, it's just like recently I've just been seeing all this shit about like supply chain and all this infrastructure, this, that, and the other. And it's like, dude, a lot of these things are just creeping around the corner. Like I've worked in food for a decade. I'm telling you, the shit is on a hinge. Like it's, it is like the entire thing. Oh, back in, back in 2017, there was a, uh, fire that took out a bunch of vanilla farms in South America. Vanilla, a gallon of vanilla, was $650. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the place I worked at, they pride themselves, you know what I mean, on, on good vanilla. And, yeah, we ended up having to get imitation because it was costing too much money. Right, no, absolutely. To get regular vanilla. Just an insane amount of money. 600. So that, sh- that should happens. <laughs> there was a shortage in 2018. There was a shortage of uh, Ready Whip.
1: Oh, okay. Would have because, not have expected. Because that.
0: there was an explosion at one of the fucking plants that oh, has shit. the little um NO two cartridges. So you NO know, two is short. And we couldn't do aerosol cans.
1: That's yeah.
0: I'm tell the shit's it's, on a hinge supply, at all times. Yeah, at all times. <laughs> like, that's and,
1: fair. No, I think that's a very fair assessment of
0: So that's just something that I wanted to mention is that like, you know, a lot of this stuff. Like not only are the conditions, the living conditions, not great, Mm -hmm. but again, it's, it's all, it's, it's hanging on and it's barely hanging on. There's slim profit margins and all this shit. There's not a lot of room to be had here. So corners get cut. I mean, it's just the way it is. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know how to solve it. I'm not a fucking civil engineer. I don't, I don't, I don't know the answers, but I know something's fucked up when it's fucked up. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) it's fucked up. (laughs) Yes, it is. is. (laughs) But, you know, uh, bright side, not even really a bright side. You live with that. Own it. Keep that in your brain, people <laughs> that are listening. Things can be fucked up. It's okay. You don't need a happy side at the end of this. I not like every- that. No, it's not true. everything is fucking great. Not all everything right? is
1: rainbows and butterflies.
0: Yeah, because what I'm going to say here is free-range, pasture-raised chickens and hormone-free chickens, yes, those are all more popular products. Yes. However, they are not attainable for majority of people. Those sure. are rich people problems. Uh, yeah, no. That's people like me who make a decent amount of money to go to a fucking Whole Foods or Trader Joe's and buy this fucking chicken that yep. lived out in a field and got, you know, pats on the head every day and, you know, had a nickname and everyone loved it. And no, then it comes to my fucking dinner right. table because I'm privileged enough to be able to buy that shit. Again, I'm not, I'm not going to make this to consumer blame. If you need to buy $1 eggs because that's what you can afford fucking sweet i can't afford the six dollar free range eggs so i'm gonna buy them absolutely you know that's, that's life yeah <laughs> like, so there are again they're like sustainable products are popular but i mean also, it's gonna be a price range yeah it's gonna be a really 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 slow change if we're waiting on consumer that's like true. consumer impact yeah, essentially they're actually right about that because reality uh, yeah, here's another little dose of reality I'm dropping on everyone. Day chicken nuggets got really weird and political. I'm sorry about that. Another dose of reality is like a lot of the consumer-based price changes and things like that are mostly only really good when it's an insular thing. So like that's why like you can boycott Lay's; they're not going to lose that much money. Right. The way you're impacting them is the fact that a factory is shut down. So it's not the fact that like. 80,000 people across the nation are eating Lay's products all of a sudden. It's just the fact that they lost 1,500 people overnight. You know what I mean? Right. Insular things impact stuff a lot more than grand overarching things. And so if we're waiting on this, on consumer demand to be like, hey, we want free range, pasture raised chickens only. We want their eggs and we want their meat only. That's going to be forever. Forever. We're probably going to have a lab grown chicken yeah, by no, then. Yeah, no, I agree with that at <laughs> like,
1: this point. No, yeah, that's, that's right. That's absolutely what's happened.
0: All right, I'm done. <laughs> God, I'm so sorry. This is a bummer episode, man. No. Um, yeah, I'm not funny right now. <laughs> Just on my high horse and I apologize. Um, I really do. I hate being ranty and, you know, neurotic like that. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Americans eat roughly 2.3 billion servings of chicken a year. With a B? With a B. <laughs> And uh, McDonald's sells, on average, 2,500 pounds of chicken every two minutes, and nuggets Dude, and nuggets no. make up most of that.
1: I thought you were about to say two years. I was like, maybe
0: two months. 2,500 pounds. Two
1: weeks. Two yeah. fucking minutes and 120
0: seconds. Stop it. Yep.
1: That's abs- that's an. Abs- they are slinging that chicken. Yeah, man. My gosh. Yeah. That's absurd.
0: Yeah, so uh, that's kind of Chicken Nuggets. That's kind of
1: Chicken Nuggets.
0: <laughs> like, it's also McDonald's and Tim's weird well, political stance on consumerism. Would be, and- <laughs> a, I wouldn't
1: expect anything less. Well, I think it's also a great commentary, to your point. Just about uh, the 20th century and how the commodification of foods and the processes of foods and shipping has especially... I would say, really, more so starting in World War II and all of the, as we've talked about, the different types of food industries that shut down, or if you're Lays or Chips. Yeah, you if you're the Chips Fucking Union. Open, you assholes. <laughs> it was for
0: the war. If you're the um, Chips Super Pack. <laughs> hell swing
1: man hell swing back in the day who would have thought but like since then
0: they did have capone on their side they
1: had either,
0: the mob man. in their pocket
1: oh, that's how you got that's how you got business that's done, how right? they got yeah. it dude
0: the entire u.s congress was bought out by the chicken mob <laughs> enterprise it makes or sense the chips mob the enterprise. chips mob yeah that,
1: that would make sense to me yeah. um so yeah i think that's been a very cool uh i guess progression to see because as we've covered we've talked about some of these foods literally have been around since the Egyptians and the Romans yeah and then to your point literally 50-ish years 50-70 years I can't do math 67 <laughs> 80 90 100 200 years 70 gosh, years yeah, yeah 70 years of no the 50s it, were 50 years ago for sure dude I don't fucking like what <laughs> year is it now I don't know right,
0: yeah 70 crazy. years
1: but yeah so I just think it's very that's an interesting commentary to kind of Yeah, and we've seen to see
0: right, and we've done a couple of modern. I think poutine Mm -hmm. was a modern food. That was a seventies food. Yeah. But, like, it was a bit different. That Discount. one was more of a meal, you know what yep. I mean? Whereas, like, nuggets is more of just a food item. Yeah. So, yeah, that definitely, like, it definitely is more impacted by, like, the infrastructure mm-hmm. rather than just, like, restaurants deciding to put shit together. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then to your point, I mean, you said, sorry, I can't get over the fact of how much chicken is being sold, essentially, like, for every two minutes. Um, And so then I think about, to your point, like, the production and the processes that went into that. How much... You know, like, yeah, how much chicken is and being... And again,
0: which, McDonald's is a global company. So, right. you know, that's not... 2,500 pounds every two minutes isn't, like, just an American number. It's a McDonald's number, which it's a global number. A global so number. It's a, yeah, it's a very, very, very insane what thing. A,
1: like you said, what a supply yeah. chain. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a modern marvel.
0: It Like, it is a fucking marvel. Uh, and, mm-hmm. you know... And again, in that not to blame people, it's easy to just not understand and to just kind of, I mean, yeah, you're born and you're raised in a world that just has shit there. You weren't involved in its creation. You weren't, you weren't around when it got invented. Like you just woke up and, oh shit, McDonald's is a fucking restaurant. Yeah. You know, let's go check it out. You didn't live a life without McDonald's. Why the fuck would you know how McDonald's operates? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. You didn't live a life without supermarkets. Absolutely. So, like, why would you...
1: Even care to know. Yeah. Why yeah. would
0: you... It doesn't matter. You don't need to understand supermarkets because they've just been there. But, like, <laughs> no. I've... Yeah, again, someone who's worked... I've worked in food for a while. Um, the supply chain stuff has just interested me. I, that's one of the biggest things, for sure, that has always blown my mind. Every place I've ever worked at. And I'm just like, it's this like is so said. much food. And, it, and I, again, I'm one dude working at one place. Right. <laughs> like, for
1: how... For how overall consistent the global food supply chain can be for of course hired higher- Oh yeah. Yeah, right.
0: Even now. It's wild. Like again, have all these issues that you're seeing, like dude, it's it's mind blowing that edge. that the fucking supermarkets aren't just shut down. Yeah. Trust me, the place I work at, we have been affected by supply chain issues. The stores I shop at have been affected by supply chain issues. You're still eating far better than any other generation True. in any other era. At any other moment in human history, just sit on it a little bit. That's you know true. what I mean? Just sit on it a little bit <laughs> and realize how fucking impeccable it is yeah. that you're putting salt on something that wasn't available like seven, eight hundred years ago. It's <laughs> no, it's true. Absolutely. We take
1: it all for granted.
0: Again, I'm sorry. I'm so ranty tonight. Yeah, just... I'm so ranty tonight. <laughs> Tim, get down from your box. Jesus, fuck. All right. All right, welcome to the end of the podcast. That was where does <laughs> food? <laughs> Jesus, that was where does chicken nuggets? What's the outro? I don't even know what the outro so, is. Out.
1: My thing is what I grade it like a ninety.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> that's what we do here. I got you.
1: no, I got you. We're there. Let's, let's go smooth. Transition. Yeah, you, you,
0: you were at a ninety. Uh, if you can make it through that haberdash of uh, <laughs> shitty information uh, that I gave you. Uh, were you raising it? You lowering it? You know what?
1: I kind of want to raise it to like a hundred. Okay. I'm giving props to Mister Baker.
0: Yeah, he's um,
1: impressive in and of itself.
0: I'll do just a quick recap since I went off on my my whole thing. Uh, yeah, Baker in '63 did a bunch of things. Uh, (laughs) he essentially wanted to make chicken mass producible, and uh, he achieved it. And he Uh, he did a lot with that. He could
1: have been really greedy.
0: Um, I you know the host typically doesn't do their um their their score but uh, i'll go ahead and say that like uh chicken nuggets isn't a perfect food for me uh but i'll go 120 uh just because anytime that i get to read about like world war ii prohibition world <laughs> war one anytime i get to read about these weird little like mandates yeah. and decrees and laws and like all this shit that just Very gets passed by an actual congress <laughs> um, oh yeah it's amazing. It's amazing to me.
1: That was very interesting. That yeah. blows
0: my mind. That the the fact that they passed uh they passed a thing in in forty two and then by forty three they just had Amer- like they had most of Americans shopping and bartering fucking coupons coupons
1: yep. government
0: official food coupons that would never happen today that's in that scale that is just that's fucking nuts ninety
1: one percent of the population yeah, yeah.
0: that is fucking just, yeah yeah. That's fucking nuts. (laughs) So, like, for me, I kind of came to chicken nuggets, uh, honestly, kind of lower. I was kind of about halfway. Because, like, chicken nuggets are great. I do like them. I don't eat them a lot. Uh, Yeah. So, for me, I was like, well, I don't eat them a lot. So, that's why they're going to be lower. But after kind of, like, learning, like, first of all, they're incredibly modern. Secondly, again, anytime I get to read about food rations and... (laughs) And I'm not going to say the willingness of the American people because, of course, there was civil unrest and no time period is, you know, avoidant of just a a general, like, public discussion on what we approve of the government, what we don't approve of the government. I mean, for goodness sakes, Carter was president and we hated him during that time and there were gas shortages and all that and then it's like jimmy carter's just this lovely old man just trying his best (laughs) um he wasn't that old of a man back then but you know what i mean like no so i mean of course there's always like discourse and civil unrest and all that shit but so yeah up to 100 we went up yeah
1: i'm sold on chicken nuggets
0: all right guys uh that was where does food um you can find us we're out there we're doing things um you can okay. find us on Twitter. The, the bird um, app. I am at Tim Weehunt.
1: I am at El Chepo.
0: There's underscores in there. Just figure it out. Yeah, you got <laughs> it. You can know yeah. how to use Twitter. Yeah, all of our stuff is in the description. So if you uh-huh. are super confused, you can just look it up there. Uh, also, our actual page is at Where Does Food um you can check us out on anchor.fm forward cool. slash where dash Dutch dash food we're on spotify we're on apple what we're out there we're distributed yeah so uh we're we're out there uh also through anchor if you actually go to our anchor page yeah. you can uh subscribe to some bonus content What? that's fun yeah it's a good way to support us it's a, a good way to get some bonus episodes one to two a month you know we crank them out you know pretty we, good we, yeah we, we do solid yeah we do solid you also get ad free episodes on there so if you're really feeling it if you just fucking hate ads and you don't want to hear me do an ad read you know <laughs> it's up there they yeah, really we do great ad reads yeah they released the exact same day so you know you're not missing a beat so yeah that's, a deal, that's on frankly. there great deal yeah <laughs> <laughs> we are also um we also have a website where dot it food.com it's just another way to listen to pretty the, cool uh, man yeah it's got a little info thing, info blurb about who we are, how we met, and what we do, but we're nobodies, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, is that it?
1: Man, that's it. You hit yeah. the, yeah, you hit the socials and the the link and
0: All right. the score, man, that's yeah, it. Shit, yeah, yeah buddy. <laughs> That's great. Guys, remember, uh, enjoy the fact that you get salt. Yes. Enjoy the fact that you get pepper. Yes. And please understand that your entire world and existence is not only prefabricated and you are primed from the moment that you breathe, Uh, the food supply chain is just fucking wildly impressive. And on that, have a good one.